This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another special quarantine episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Man, I'm back at square one, back in the crib, baby. You know how it is. Very, very nice. We don't do wardrobe changes in here. <laughs> if you guys are watching this shit, they're like, they're wearing the same thing. And no, it's yeah, exactly what it is, but we're not changing out of clothes because we're just shooting these things back to back while we have them, baby. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with wearing the same clothes, though? Do you do you do that thing where, uh, well, first of all, ever since this whole shit, shit happened, I'm actually washing so much of my fucking clothes. It's unreal. Yeah. Same here. My, my yoga pants are like super frayed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> my shit's all fucked up. So I'm trying to wear the same clothes over mm-hmm. and over just so I don't fuck up my other clothes. Cause That's true. every time I walk out, I touch something, I come and take it off and I wash them or yeah. throw them in the basket. Same. Is your basket right next to the door? Uh, we have it. Uh, so what I do is I take it off. I hang it up. So you, so, run, so you take off all your clothes and you walk butt naked to the house? Within my boxers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should do not. Yeah. So I hang it up and I leave uh, it up there for three hours because uh, it's shit. what it lives on fabric for an average of about three hours or less, depending Ooh, right. uh, up on steel and plastics. Uh, the virus can last up to one to three days and um, cardboard only an hour. Hmm, shit. So if you get a package, you leave it out there for an hour, you should be fine. Was oh, that right? Man, fucking Becca lying to me. What'd she say? She had, we had a, a Amazon package outside mm-hmm. and I think she bought weights. That was weights from like Target. And I was like, oh, did you guys get a package? Because um, this is mm-hmm. yours, obviously. She's like, oh, can you put it back outside? It's only been, you have to keep it out there for like four hours. No, it's four only hours. an hour. Oh. Uh, we I just watched a video yesterday where a doctor was going through every fucking type of surp- surface that it'll last on mm. and they said cardboard was about an hour right Chaggy mm. yeah she says huh? <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's Mario <laughs> yeah so cardboard is an hour cardboard but he was saying some ridiculous shit he was saying that uh, not ridiculous but I guess like if we're trying to be as precautionary as possible mm. the, the dude was saying that when you get your groceries because everything's wrapped in plastic you don't know where it's been leave it outside for three days and then bring it inside three days are you trying to leave milk outside for three days but what Damn. are you talking about man well, so what the, the whole thing about like not wiping it down with like lysol wipes that doesn't i guess that might matter. that might work too but it's hard to get lysol wipes as it is right now yeah true so i gotta order that shit and then wait hopefully it'll come in like a week yeah even at cost pie they had i don't know why i'm thinking about this but they have like it's big tub of uh hand sanitizer that mm-hmm. one of their uh, customers made for them. I guess he's like a doctor or some kind of like pharmacist, whatever. But I was like, was a ninety nine percent or was a seventy percent alcohol? She was like ninety nine. I'm like, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up because ninety nine percent, like, to the water solubility of uh, the water and the alcohol. The water helps trap the virus, and like the alcohol, like, can do its thing in this contained space. But with ninety nine percent, it just like scorches the whole thing. Oh yeah, so yeah. the virus can like just still live through that. It just it could go away from. Oh, yeah. I, was like, oh, I got lucky because we, I was doing Send Foods, and then I bought like this whole box of Purell alcohol wipes, <laughs> and I just been using it for Send Foods. But we haven't been going for it, so I still have like three hundred of those wipes left. So when oh, I go shit. out to the grocery store, I bring three. Walk in. When I walk out, before I get in the car, I wipe my hands down. Go in and wipe it out, and then I'm pretty much good. My hands are dry as fuck, though. Yeah, my hands are dry. It's I mean, super fucking dry. People have been getting dermatitis. Dermatitis. Yeah. Friend, she's been getting that shit or about to be if she doesn't take care of her hands. She has a, like like uh, 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 medical petroleum jelly to like. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. But I didn't know that dermatitis, like your hand starts to crack and it, it'll pus and it'll blister. And I, what, I, I don't know what the reason, but it's people don't know what the exact reason is. But I know that. I think I read it was like due to like stress is one of them. It's almost like uh, eczema, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it'll pus totally. and crack and stress. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, 
So, on this episode of the, we're going to talk about another documentary. We on this documentary tip, man. So is everybody in the world. Everybody's yeah. talking about Netflix and Hulu and Disney. So why not us too? Netflix found the uh, the formula. It's it's ridiculous yep. documentaries that we would have never known about. That it's weird because the stuff that you see in these docs, they're on the local news or mm-hmm. they're 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 like televised. Like we should have oh. known about it. Like Mission. Kate. <laughs> we should have known about this shit, yeah. but I don't, I don't know if it's because we become desensitized or so when the stuff pops up, we just move past probably, it. Probably because it moves so damn fast. Exactly. Yeah. But if you guys haven't watched this shit, dude, this is probably one of my favorite documentaries I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Shout outs to Tiger King belly. Jugs. Oh, I, I say Tiger King belly. When I, when I first saw the title of Tiger King, I thought it was Bobby Lee special, <laughs> but it's not. It's Tiger King. Is a, <laughs> Tiger King is the most ridiculous documentary about a bunch of people who own a ridiculous amount of tigers in the united states yeah, a bunch of fucking eagle maniacs yeah not even just tigers we're talking about tigers lions whatever type of exotic animal you can think of mm. but this shit is so fucking ridiculous there are more tigers in captivity in the united states than there are in the wild yep that's how fucking many tigers there are and the weird thing about this that we found out was i guess like there's a law that you can't import tigers but if they're already here and you're breeding them that's whatever yeah i guess it's not it's not a federal law yeah yeah and you have to have a license but people still do it in the black market to this day yeah and dog it only costs like three thousand dollars for a tiger i was like i could buy one right now yeah easy no (laughs) (laughs) no fucking problem i could have a tiger right fucking now in my living room yeah edrick was kind of like that edrick was like very interested in like the buying a tiger yeah he wanted a white tiger I remember he was so obsessed with that in high school. He's like, I could buy one for like $3,000 off of the cargo ship and if we go down to Long Beach. At Edric the- weighs like 85 <laughs> pounds. What the fuck is he going to do with the tiger, dude? <laughs> you know, Edric. I seen I seen fucking Edric sprain his ankle on a twig, dude. This fool, <laughs> this fool's so skinny. He wouldn't be able to pet. That tiger would fuck him up. It would. It that fool's fucking insane. Yeah. But we, it, it was interesting because when I was watching this documentary, it, I first thought it was going to be the way they edited this documentary was fucking hilarious too. It's money. Yeah. It's so fucking money. Yeah. So there's this weird battle between these people who are, at the end of the day, it's it's about dollars. It's mm-hmm. about money. Money, mm-hmm. money is God to everybody. Mm-hmm. Money, profit. Yeah, so the that. problem with these egomaniacs is that they all have this this idea that what they're doing for or their mo is that oh we're doing this for the animals we're doing this for the tigers but the real thing is they're doing it either for personal gain and glory or for a lot of fucking money Mm -hmm. so tiger king is this guy named joe exotic joe exotic is probably let's say this i like using this example of how ridiculous somebody looks if there was a black dude that hated white people and he was a cartoonist (laughs) and he drew a white person that's what that white person would look like trailer fucking trash yeah to the t mm-hmm. he looks so fucking ridiculous yeah he's wild he just yeah i've never seen anything like him mullet so here's the weird part of this guy joe exotic number one he's like i think he's super right wing he's gay he loves guns he owns fucking tigers and he's also a country singer <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i just found out that the song spoiler alert most of it isn't him singing what yeah most oh. of the song Ray told me that yesterday too. That's right. Yeah, most of the songs he just kind of like, kind of like whispers in the background. Like he kind of like adds a little vocal. You know what was weird? Because when I saw that, right, I was like, I was, like, like, I was like, this guy's fucking fire, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Yeah, I was thinking he's that shit. good, good. I yeah. was like, this is dope. When so he's be, he becomes like the main person in the documentary, but it's kind of linked to all these other people who own different tiger mm. uh, sanctuaries as well. Mm. What was the girl that he always? What was her? Well, I, keep, I forgot her name that he battles all the time. Carol? Carol. Is that her name? I think it is Carol. Carol. Yeah. Let's see. Tiger King. Carol. She was weird, dude. She's mad at weird. Tiger King is fucking... Carol Carol Baskin. That's her yeah, name. Baskin. Yeah. Look at this article. It says that she, she rejects Netflix documentaries portrayal of herself. <laughs> Carol is supposed to be one of those uh, doc, uh, tiger sanctuary people that mm-hmm. are actually doing it for the tigers. But out of everybody who does this, she makes the most money. Yeah. She is balling out of her fucking mind. Mm-hmm. The, the the interesting part that, if by the way, if you haven't seen this doc, uh, don't listen to this shit. Just watch it. Please. But Please. This is for people who have seen it or who aren't going to see it. Carol 
has this one weird moment in her life where they, everybody's personal story is so fucking weird. There's Joe Exotic, who is the the gay tiger wrangler mm-hmm. who owns guns and all this other shit. Carol has this one part in the in the documentary where they mention that she happens to be a gajillionaire, mm-hmm. and her husband, who she gained the money from, happened to just disappear. Uh-huh. She fucking fed her husband to those tigers. <laughs> it's not fact, apparently. Yeah, you better be careful, man. She can send her lawyers against you. Man, fuck her, dude. How about that, Carol? You fucking murderer. She can shut you down. For for fact, Carol, you definitely fed your ex husband to a tiger. What what did the, what did they find out? What did the lawyer say that was really weird? Oh, uh, in the in the in the will that she went back and changed it from she added death or disappearance or death and disappearance. Hmm. And disappearance, like in that lawyer, I guess the, no, not the executor. I think it was the lawyer saying like in his 37, 8, 38 years, he's never seen that on a will. Yeah. Why, why would you write? Like a last minute change in a will. And then he just disappears. He disappears. And then she gets 90% of the money. Yeah. When she she married this guy, she was like 22 years younger than him or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. It was crazy. Some, some kind of crazy double digit number. Mm-hmm. The, when I saw a picture, so if you look at a picture of Carol, she looks fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like a crazy person. Yeah. She looks like, for a hot second, I got like a Mimi from uh, the Drew Carey show. Oh, but yeah. kind of, yeah, kind of. I mean, Mimi was a little more extreme with her makeup and her blue eyeshadow and stuff like that. But Carol Baskin, she was also crazy during that music video when he got the lookalike. Oh, it looked just like I her. Like, Did he get Carol in his music video? These people are crazy, but it was a lookalike. So the funniest thing that you'll notice about uh, this documentary is that Every person, for some fucking reason, that owns a tiger sanctuary loves doing music videos. Mm-hmm. They love, love doing music videos. <laughs> and so this guy, Joe Exotic, hates Carol Baskin a lot because Carol and him have been battling throughout this whole legal dispute. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he he became so fucking petty. He took their logo like and created his own entertainment company. Yeah. And so it was like a copyright yeah, It was thing. like Big Cat Rescue Corp versus Big Cat. Rescue Entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> And it was, it was just like so fucking petty. Yeah. But he would put out all these videos about how, um, number one, he would call her a bitch. Right. And he, he more than that, you could find, I I guess you could look it up on YouTube Mm -hmm. and it's probably all, I don't know why he never looked the shit up. It's probably all on YouTube, but he would talk about like, if I see her, I'm going to fucking murder her Right on site. I'm going to kill her. And then he would set up like dummies with her face on it and then dildo in her mouth and and blow it up. Come on, man. All his friends were like, yo, you need to chill out, dude. You're going to get, it's just going to catch up to you. And the craziest thing that this motherfucker did was at a certain point that their, their drama was getting so fucking crazy. Uh, he came back one day and his, the shed that had all, so there was a documentarian that was with him prior to this, to the guy who documented this film. Um, that was doing a reality TV show based on him. Oh, yeah, Rick something. Yeah, and so he was doing a reality TV show, and he had compiled about five years' worth of fucking footage. And there was a shed that had all the footage, all the equipment, all the cameras, right? And also all the crocodiles in there. Oh, yeah. that The the exotic animals that were also within the shed, and that's where they kind of stored the equipment. Mm. Somebody, as an arsonist, burned that whole fucking place down. Now, interesting thing. He is doing this video talking about we are going to find the person who did this, blah, 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 blah. Well, the documentarian who was with him, basically at all times, they were recording his life. And that was something that Joe Exotic actually loved doing. Joe Mm -hmm. loves documenting his Mm -hmm. whole life. He loves cameras. Every day that he was awake, he recorded his life. So for every day that he owned that sanctuary, there was a video of him doing his everyday life. So the thing that he loved was actually the evidence that damned him because there was somebody with him when he was talking to like some some legal mm, legal person castle, yeah. that uh, he found out that the documentarian that was with him for five years that was going to create a reality TV show based on him uh, actually owns all the footage. Mm-hmm. That Joe doesn't own any of this fucking footage. Right. And so prior to that place being burnt down, he had a conversation with the lawyer and the lawyer goes... And the lawyer was kind of almost like hinting, hinting like, yeah. hey, you got to fucking burn, burn this that shit down. <laughs> and he's walking out upset, like, fuck this guy. And he kind of alludes. He goes like, so what are we going to do? He goes, well, I'm going to fucking destroy that shit. Mm. And then lo and behold, what happens? Arson. Arson. Everything gets burnt down. All the equipment's gone. So this fool burned down his old play, own place. <laughs> 
And then he killed all of his crocodiles just so the documentary couldn't own five years worth of that footage just to be petty. Yeah. Fucking insane. Insane, dude. Who, who was the other guy? The, the, the guy, the, the doctor. <laughs> the doctor? He calls him doc, He calls himself a doctor because in like spiritual sexual healing or something like that. The other tiger guy? Yeah. Uh, wasn't he like Bhagavan? Bog, Bog, Bhagavan or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Bhagavan Doc. 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 I think it was the, Doc. The doctor and Tiger King. He has like three, five wives or some yeah, shit. Yeah, the harem of wives. And he, yeah. Dr. Bhagavan, Doc Antle. <laughs> what the fuck He's a saying? doctor of... Uh, <laughs> a doctor of fucking mystical science. Oh, that's what he said. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. He was an interesting fucking man, dude. Like I... Uh, he was actually the only one that was kind of coherent though. Yeah, but he had like that... Uh, like that weird <laughs> yeah. shit. I didn't trust him. But he was like, yeah, he's definitely the most coherent of the three. If you looked up... I, I went to a state uh, for a show once, mm. and I'm not going to say what the state is. <laughs> you guys know who you are. Um, <laughs> li- literally, it's a state full of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. Oh my! God. And I have never, <laughs> I have never in my life, I've, I've never walked around with such confidence in my life that I was a handsome man. <laughs> and I just, I looked around and I was like, I'm. Not, it wasn't at the college, but it was just around, mm-hmm. and I was like. Why do humans look like this? Oh my God. Like what in the fuck? <laughs> there was a dude in this documentary that he was an informant. He decided to go undercover. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. What the that's, fuck? Dude, that's crazy. He looks so fucking weird. His <laughs> fucking weird bowl cut. The thing. weird fucking bowl cut. Yeah. He was so fucking Small awesome. shirt. Yeah, there was um, so in the in the documentary as well. Uh, Joe he gets into he actually loses his uh, tiger uh, sanctuary business tiger sanctuary whatever. because he went into business with some other guy who was also a fucking egomaniac. Yeah, Joe, I think his name was. Yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah. uh, Joe, his Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, Joe is Joe Exotic is the, uh, the oh, main guy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And this guy Jesse. So Jesse starts to go into a business with this other tiger guy mm. and open up a different sanctuary, but he kind of fucks him over. That guy is fucking hilarious <laughs> in the whole documentary. It's because the way he talks is yeah. the funniest thing ever. In his first interview, I remember this so clearly. He goes, he goes, well. What do you want? What do you want us to do, huh? Tigers are going extinct. They don't got homes. You got to breed them. Duh. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> you don't remember that guy? No. He was like, duh. <laughs> who said? Who? What? He's who? the guy that Jesse was supposed to build that new sanctuary with, but Jesse backed out and he was calling him up every fucking day, getting pissed off at him. He was really, this guy's really fucking aggressive. He doesn't have that big part of the, doc, of the mm-hmm. documentary, mm-hmm. but every time he talks, he says the funniest fucking shit. Damn. No, duh. <laughs> If you guys watch this. Oh, do you have the glasses? No, he had no, no, no. here. Damn, there's so yeah. many crazy characters. It's a fucking whirlwind of characters. Joe Exotic actually goes. He, you see in the beginning of the doc that he's actually in jail. And the reason why this fool is in jail is because he tries to fucking assassinate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to fucking assassinate Carol in the most ghettoest. Jank- What's it? Is it Carol? Carol. Damn, I keep figuring it yeah. out. Yeah. In the most jankiest way possible. Yeah. He tries to get somebody who was also, I think he was like in the tiger business as mm-hmm. well. And he tries to get her assassinated for $3,000, puts it all on text, right? And he, he does like the biggest tell ever. Yeah. Calls up uh, her husband and says like, hey, probably in his regular fucking voice, hey, I got, I got information about Joe Exotic. And he goes, oh, really? Hangs up and they call the FBI immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Before that... He posted on his Facebook. He's like, I found out where the bitch lives. Oh my God. Yeah. He's so fucking dumb. dumb. <laughs> it is a it is a documentary about the dumbest, most disgusting man on earth. Yeah. So he has he's a very ambitious person, which mm-hmm. I really do appreciate about him. Uh he has a heart because he dedicated a lot of his shit to his brother who passed away. Uh, oh yeah. Really, really cool. Um, but <laughs> just to put out how disgusting he is, the people who worked at his zoo. Uh, they lived in the most decrepit, disgusting uh, trailers. Like, gross. It, I can't even describe how disgusting it is. Wasn't they, that they were paid like a hundred bucks a week or some shit? A week. Yeah. Ugh. And eating Walmart meat. Yeah. So he would feed a <laughs> lot of the tigers like meat, but he would. It, it's like expired meat from Walmart or meat that would come in that mm-hmm. people would return, but they can't sell it or put it back on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So Walmart would donate it to the tiger sanctuary. Those guys would get first dibs before the tigers and eat the spoiled meat. Oh, gross, dude. So gross. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> so gross. 
the pizza. Yeah. The he opened up a pizza joint at his tiger sanctuary, and guess what he used? The spoiled fucking meat. Yuck. I don't even know if people ate. Did people come in and eat that shit? Look like it. It did look like it. Yeah, they might sue or something. I don't know. Maybe not. I will say this though: the pizza looked fire. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, the, the pizza looked fucking fire though. It looked it looked really delicious. <laughs> I wanted some of that pizza. Then there was uh, who else was in that documentary? That was him. There was also the oh the how, how this documentary even started was because originally the documentarian was going after somebody who sells exotic snakes. Yeah, yeah. And that day when he was looking to buy an exotic snake there was this guy that was buying an exotic snake that had a a like a white like a leopard or something leopard or something some rare ass fucking feline in a a hot van in like 120 degree weather and he goes this is a better documentary (laughs) (laughs) and then he found him through that and he started doing a documentary that's how crazy this guy is yeah Damn, who else is there? There's so many characters. I literally just, yeah, you just finished it. So, the campaign manager, my favorite dude. My favorite dude. My man looked like Steve Green. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if Steve had no aspirations and he lived in a fucking podunk, fucked up place in Oklahoma, that's what Steve Green would look like. (laughs) Like, fucking, um, he was the only sane person. Yeah, because he had like true aspirations. Like uh, normal aspirations, I guess, because he was originally originally working at Walmart in the gun department. Joe comes in <laughs> to buy some bullets. Just that premise. Yeah. <laughs> Joe. Premise. Joe. Joe's like, I'm running for president. He's like, oh, great. I, I always wanted to be a campaign manager. I always manager. wanted to be a campaign manager. He said, cool, I'll hire you. And then he said it was the worst job ever. Ever in his life. In oh, his by life. the way, Joe is a gay man who is polyamorous so he had two husbands mm. uh both husbands apparently were not gay yeah they just that's so fucked that how everyone's using each other yeah because one of them was like fucking the receptionist in the front and the other one was just like free meth and drugs they and, were all fucking meth heads doing crazy yeah. meth together so yeah. one of his husbands you'll see him in the documentary um he uh <laughs> yeah you just assume he's gay throughout the whole thing but towards the end he goes i've been dating women my whole life yeah. Since since I was in kindergarten all the way till high school, I was I was with women. Yeah. So I was like, so you're not gay? I'm like, gay. <laughs> <laughs> and his other husband was a 19 year old kid from Southern California. Was he? Yeah, he's from California. Damn, that the one that yeah, that 19 year old yeah. kid. Wow. And then I think uh, what they were saying that he was just basically doing it for free drugs and just mm-hmm. get, being able to live with a dude, bunch of that cats. dude had the biggest fucking hands. Yes. He was huge. Big ass hands, size 16 feet. Yeah, he was huge. <laughs> he was like six foot six. Yeah. Giant dude. And yeah. he wasn't gay. He wasn't gay. He wasn't fucking gay. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for <sighs> those. He fucking kills himself. Right. And is caught on camera. Yeah. So they noticed that throughout this, this documentary is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. man I, I can't. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to describe. Um, this document is so fucking crazy. Um, it started... One of the things that I noticed was in the doc, they didn't have any personal interviews of that husband, really. The, the one that mm, killed himself. Right, right. It was because he fucking killed himself. Why, yeah. there, there wasn't any to take from him. Mm-hmm. So he was showing a lot of signs of like depression. He was being really weird. They said that he was just, he, the campaign just, manager said yes. that he would just walk around pointing his gun at people. Yeah. yeah. He said, and they had footage of him doing that. Yeah, yeah. He said that. He said one time he, I woke up and he had a gun to my face. <laughs> good morning yeah <laughs> get, up. get up yeah and, he, and so um i guess that day the footage that they have the camera's kind of not faced towards him mm. so he kind of goes off camera and before he actually shot himself he was pointing the gun at the campaign manager they were actually really close friends mm. um they became really close after he started working for joe and then he goes he'll get that gun out of my face like don't fucking play around like that he goes i don't gonna do nothing and he starts swaving the gun around then he puts it in his face mm-hmm. and then boom boom Busts his fucking head open with his gun, right. dies immediately. And the campaign manager is like, it's nothing like you see in the movies. Mm-mm. It's like, wow. Sat there with his fucking mouth open the whole, time. the whole time. He didn't know what to say. He thought it was a prank or something like that. He's just going to believe it. Just to show you how hilarious this documentary is, after he dies, uh, they do the funeral. Oh. And the Joe Exotic, I, I, yo, <laughs> I forgot about that. He starts singing his country music yo. at the fucking funeral and he was making jokes. Yeah. I was like, dog. About his golden nuggets. About his... 
Neville did a eulogy about his ball sack <laughs> and how beautiful they were. He's like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen his balls. Yeah. Oh, those beautiful golden nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom is just crying in the front. Oh. This, this dude is not, he just killed himself oh. at the funeral. He's doing the eulogy and in, in his eulogy, he just talks about his fucking beautiful testicles. Yeah. Uh, you cannot make these people up. These are real fucking human beings. Dude. I'm sure y'all know about his beautiful golden nuggets. <laughs> Everybody saw them. And then two months after that, there you he go. Gets, he gets married again. He gets married again to some other young man, Dylan. 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 He's, he's gay for sure, though. Yeah, this kid's gay for sure. <laughs> yeah, this one's. He's gay for pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In love with him, he marries. After two months later, he gets his. Uh, Ex. Exes or his husband who passed away. Travis, yeah. Uh, mother. Mother to come to the fucking wedding. It's just her. Yeah. And him. The cameraman. The cameraman. And that's it. Yeah. And after that, he never. So he was just, and she said that she felt like she was used because he just wanted proof that she had approval. Yeah. That he can move on and all that stuff. And so fucking garbage. The guy's fuck. Oh, did you guys also know that he ran for the, uh, the president of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we during meant the like, Trump and Clinton. Oh, that's, this is recent, guys. This is fucking recent. <laughs> yeah. So he ran for president. That's why I meant he had a campaign manager. The campaign manager was for him to run for presidency. Mm-hmm. And then because he realized he wasn't going to do that, he wanted to be governor. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Which was fucking crazy. Yeah. He was like, you know what we're going to do to ISIS? Puts <laughs> <laughs> a the w, or, yeah, the dummy or like a. Whatever that thing was. And then he just blows it up. He has a habit of blowing shit up, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, there was a part, too, where <laughs> when Carol was suing him for a million fucking oh, dollars man. and he had no assets, he starts, you know, obviously he's recording himself every day. And he just goes, you want to get what I have? Yeah. I don't have anything. Yeah. You want my bed? <laughs> Cuts to a scene, blows up his bed. Yeah. You want my watch? <laughs> Cuts to a scene, blows, blows up, up the watch. watch. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I can't even get my mind is so scrambled with this this damn show. I I it's it's weird because I know the allure of wanting to pet a tiger really mm. bad. I forgot where I was. I think I was in Japan mm. and they had this thing where you were behind the glass and you could pay to pet a tiger. Am I fucking this up with reality or is this a dream? A dream? <laughs> Cuz I feel like Gina was there. Oh. Uh. And then I think Gina was the one that told me like, yo, they actually kind of drugged them up and, oh. you know, that's why it's, it's, it's really inhumane. Mm. But if Gina wasn't there, I would have petted that tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Gina did post something like that. Yeah. It's like super inhumane. Mm-hmm. I would have petted the fuck out of that tiger. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, I that's what he did when he was running. What was it? Didn't he bring him to like the Chamber of Commerce or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. To like. He's also a magician too, by the way. <laughs> Was he? Oh my God, he was. He's a Dude. He's a pizza owner, gay gun right owner, uh, pizza parlor owner, uh, tiger sanctuary dude. And he also does magic. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude, I can't. There's so much. There's so much shit about this guy. It's fucking unreal. And then the other dude who was the uh, the doctor of mystical arcs, Doc Antle, he's also polyamorous. He has mm-hmm. a bunch of girls. Oh, you know that guy that I said... Uh, a fucking um the guy who uh who has said he was like no duh uh, uh. he says something fucking funny too he goes when i met doc antle uh he was asking me it's like well do you want to learn how to take care of cats he goes i already know how to take get that type of cats i'm trying to figure out how you get pussy <laughs> <laughs> he's like you don't remember that shit <laughs> no he goes i'm not trying to figure out how to get those type of cats i'm trying to figure out how to get pussy because he would have like four or five different hot wives fuck who the hell are you talking about Man, yeah, so that, that guy was like a cult leader so th- there was like women who would uh work for him and he had a house for each each girl that he was with oh yeah and, and one of the girls that was being interviewed she was forced to get a boob job oh, i forgot about her yeah she got it too she got a boob job she got everything else and she was a little weird herself yeah and it's funny because she was talking about how oh when i looked for this job Oh, on oh, Craigslist, wasn't it? Yeah, it was no. Like, no, the Craigslist people was the guy who was the zoo, zoo manager, the zookeeper. He goes, I. <laughs> it was yeah. that that really weird skinny guy with the. He he was the, the one that eats all the food from the from Walmart. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like, 
when I looked up for this job, I found it on Craigslist, yeah, right? Like, and I ain't never done this before. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's the manager of the Zoom. Yeah, just like that. There's no another training. guy, too. When you look at the documentary, he has two fake legs. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. This motherfucker got eaten you by these tigers. Legs. And yeah. he was like, a lot of people think that I got my legs eaten by a tiger. I no, z- zip lining accident. <laughs> Like, dude. <laughs> this motherfucker flew off a zip line yeah. and then busted his spine and he had to amputate his legs. <laughs> Who are these? Talking is so crazy. And there was the other girl. How do you remember all this? Uh-huh. This is crazy. Because it was so intense. Yeah. There was the, the one of the other zoo girls, she uh, lost her arm. One of the one of the Oh uh, yeah. I liked her. She actually could have saved her arm. Mm-hmm. And she was so down for Joe Exotic. So just to put this in perspective, there was a point where um she got her arm mauled by a fucking tiger where it was basically done. But she decided uh because she loved the tiger sanctuary so much and she knew that there was a lot of animal rights activists trying to take down the sanctuary, that it was taking about two years for her to rehabilitate her arm so she could use it again mm-hmm. or they could have amputated it and she could have gone home in a couple of weeks. The reason why she decided to amputate her arm and not save her arm, even though she could have kept it, was because that if she stayed in that hospital, a lot of reporters would have came and they would have dragged out uh, shitting on the mm-hmm. tiger sanctuary. So if she if she cut off her arm, went back to work, like she was completely fine with it, it would have died down. Yeah. And so she yeah. sacrificed herself for that fucking sanctuary. Yeah. That's how much she loves that shit. Yeah. She was brainwashed. Brainwashed. But, you know, she, she, uh, towards the end, like when they interview her. Cause they asked her, like, do you think he would have had the, the ability to hire someone to kill Carol? He was like, no, he doesn't have it in him. <laughs> yeah, she, and then cut to, so how are we going to kill her? She does, she, Carol's on this route. He's still taking her out with a blow dart. It's like $3,000. Yeah. $3,000 is like nothing. Like, I've never tried to hire somebody to assassinate someone, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it would not cost $3,000 fucking dollars. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Molecule, my friends. Have you in your home had the most outdated air purifier on earth? That probably means you don't have a molecule. Just to put it in perspective, what molecule is, it's like the apple of air filters. And I know some of you are thinking, I have a HEPA air filter. Well, what the hell? Did you know that that technology is like 70 years old? Yes, it's that dated. And Molecule don't play. So why molecule? Global and air pollution is worsening at an ever increasing rate. Over 80% of people living in urban areas that monitor air pollution are exposed to air quality below World Health Organization standards. And this, my friends, is where molecule comes in. Molecule air purifiers destroy indoor air pollutants at a molecular level, removing them from the air you breathe. Molecule uses PICO technology to destroy VOCs, bacteria, mold, viruses, and other pollutants. That is amazing. See, pollen isn't just the problem. While it's easy to blame pollen for the runny noses, watery eyes, and sneezes, it's actually tiny proteins that break off a pollen grain that are responsible for seasonal allergies. Although less visible, these allergens can cause huge problems and can pass through traditional HEPA air filters. Molecule don't play that game, my friends. Molecule destroys pollutants that other filters collect. Customers who suffer from allergies reportedly love their molecules. Since Molecule launched, we've heard hundreds of stories from parents, pet lovers, and severe allergy and asthma sufferers about how Molecule technology has transformed their lives. One customer even said she was able to breathe through their nose for the first time in 15 years. Lady, what were you doing up until that point? You were just breathing in farts through your mouth. Well, now you can breathe it right in through your nose. Fantastic. Molecule got you back, baby. So check it it out. If you guys want 10% off your first air purifier order, just visit molecule as an M O L E K U L E dot com and check out by entering brain. Once again, for 10% off your first air purifier order, visit molecule M O L E K U L E dot com and at checkout enter brain to get 10% off molecule. My friends get to air cleaning, get to breathing. It's so fucking dumb. Yeah. $3,000. And then he was like, what, what he's like, I just, just walk up to her in a parking lot and the shooter. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. the whole fucking elaborate plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I remember the name of the weird looking guy. Damn. I, I that guy looks so fucking funny, man. I'm gonna look at the informant. For Joe Exotic. Wasn't Jerry? No. He was so weird looking. If I just put fat weird guy, I'm pretty sure he would pop up. 
Joe Exotic, currently in jail right now. He's uh, actually, I did see someone on uh, uh, Twitter that he's still posting from jail. Videos? Yeah, so he's uh, he's trying to get a pardon from the president. Oh my God. If- yeah, that'd be... F- Trump pardoned Joe Exotic. To be honest with you, I actually want him to be out of the. Ever since this documentary popped out, remember that music video, Joe Exotic Country Music. Here, Kitty Kitty. Here, Kitty Kitty. Just fire. One point eight million views now. When did it release? Four years ago. It didn't have one point eight million. <laughs> views damn sure it didn't. It's because it's documentary. You're making money. The shits. So he shoots his own music videos. Oh, the comments are turned off. Why? Ah. Uh. This is this is the uh, caption for the music video. There's one way to get a message across, and that is with music. Everyone loves music. This is his voice, by the way. It is believed that in 1997, a woman in Tampa, Florida, killed her husband and fed him to the Tigers in order to get all of his property and money. People Magazine even did a story on it. Has a People Magazine link. <laughs> Enjoy the video and share it with your friends. In this world, if you can sleep at night and you have enough money, you can get away with just about anything. Wow. That's how much he fucking hated Carol. Yeah, he really did. Talked about it every day. Here we go, guys. Turns out this is not his actual voice. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you fucking hated her. <laughs> I thought it was him singing too, and it's not even him singing. Duped. I was like, he's such a good singer. And he has like the fake Carol feed her, yeah, me- feed the li- liger little, meat. Yeah, this one has fucking ligers. The mannequin. He did the ligers because he thought he could actually replicate or create the new saber tooth tiger. That's what I read. That's why that's, he did that, that shit. That was his belief, yeah. But ligers get big, man. Yeah, they're huge. They're like, they say like 11 feet. Yeah, I looked it up a while ago, too. It was like 11 feet. They can get to like... Dude, 11 feet! 11 feet, like 800 plus to like 1,000 pounds or something like Dude. that. Huge. There's a there's a picture I saw back in the day oh, of somebody yeah, that, feeding that, a liger, and it's like him standing up on this thing, and they're feeding... On top it. of a house. <laughs> 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 Fucking 11 feet tall, a liger, dude. Liger size. Let's look this shit up right now, dude. How much those cost? Around 11 feet. <laughs> So I was a little, a little exaggerated for me. So ligers weigh 800 to 900 pounds, twice as much as lions and tigers, and are around 11 feet long and five, five feet tall. So just the body alone without the uh, tail wow. is fucking uh, five feet, dude. That's fucking gigantic. Yeah, well, going back to all that, it's just like, you just, it's stuck that, it sucks that the tigers are, Cross and caught in the crossfires with this, yeah. Like just the breeding of them, the excessive breeding, and then knowing that, like, the rumor about like where do these tigers go? Because he have he says like I have two hundred twenty eight tigers on my farm. Like, how do you have two hundred twenty eight tigers? I'm sure you don't see them all at once. Yeah, but at one time, probably you did, or you maybe that's how many you've how much you've had up to this point. But where did they go? Like you sell them mm-hmm. off. But then there's that rumor saying like a tiger cub is no good to you after like six months or something like that. Mm. Because after that, that's when the upkeep and all that shit. So there was a rumor that he was like killing them and like having these mass graves. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. He actually killed like they, they found like six tigers mm-hmm. that were buried in his property. Yeah. And, and then it, you just hear like random shots in the middle of the night. He says that he euthanized them or some shit like yeah, that yeah. because they were sick or whatever. Yeah. But who really fucking knows? Yeah. And a lot of places, I remember, uh, I think I read this summer too, like a lot of places uh, donated or, not do, I guess donated and like they're, not, that's not the word, but people will give them horses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And roadkill and shit yeah, like road that. Yeah, roadkill, yeah. Oh, that's right. They would they would donate like uh, cows who just died, mm-hmm. and then the the tigers can chew on them or fucking munch right. on them. And, and shit. just like pulling that shit like Flintstones. I'm like, damn, this is some crazy backwards. Do you remember the part shit. where he got attacked by one of the fucking tigers? <sighs> Dragged him by his foot. Somebody book a loan on my shoe. <laughs> It's like what the fuck? <laughs> he was like, "God damn, damn it, it, you bitch!" Yeah. Pow. yeah. Oh, that scared me. I thought he shot the fucking tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he shot, shot it on the floor. Oh man. 
and they got scared and then they're walking away and the couple, couple you, know, you know what it reminded me of what? remember that scene in lion king where the hyenas were going after scar oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it was that's and, the, and the tigers and the lions were attacking yeah, yeah, they're like <laughs> yeah yeah and they started he shot he shot like four or five more shots to scare mm-hmm. them away he goes i swear to god i'm gonna put this right between your motherfucking eyes yeah you fucking cunt yeah it's like wow it's like wow that tiger was dragging him by his fucking yeah. foot, dude. He yeah. could have lost his foot. Yeah. He fucking did the splits and shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that is the definition of fucking trash. Those yeah. are the most trashiest fucking human beings I've mm-hmm. ever met in my life, dude. Mm-hmm. I still. Where do you find somebody who almost got paralyzed from a ziplining accident and he yeah. has two fake legs? And sustained it for, I don't know how many years they've had it for, but it seems like they've been running the operation for a very long time. Like, I still don't understand because Joe was saying like, I don't make money off of this. And then you see his living conditions. Like, does it really, all, I mean, I, I believe it, I guess, it all, does all the money go to the tigers and the upkeep? And because it says like $10,000 a tiger. A tiger just to a, feed them per year? A year? No. Wait, really? I thought it was a month. Oh, is it a month? Yeah. This is the the picture of the liger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, what's his face? That's the, uh, the Doc Antle. That's the dude. That's, that's Doc, Doc Antle. Isn't that crazy? Like I've seen, this is the picture that I saw yeah, years ever, ago. Yeah. And this and is Doc, Doc Antle. Wow. That's the fucking guy. Wow. In that fucking look how huge this shit is. Wow. That's beautiful. They they can't uh, they're they're uh like uh donkeys. They can't reproduce. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they probably don't have like a li- a long lifespan because of their organs. Why? Because they're so fucking gigantic. Yeah. They're oh. not meant to be that big. <laughs> you know, I always think these animals are cute until I go to a zoo and I see them in person. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking frightening. Yeah. Like a tiger's head is like the size of this fucking table. Mm-hmm. It's disgustingly huge. <laughs> Remember I showed that picture? <laughs> so we were so uh, before we were quarantined, uh, Khalif and I were walking with our buddy Ray, and there was these kids that were walking by. It's a very beautiful oh. day. This kid walks by. He goes, <laughs> "What do you say?" He said, "What do you say about the bear?" He's like, "I could take a bear down." Yeah, something like that. Or bears aren't scary, or bears aren't something like that. But it was yeah, something along something the lines. He could, t- he could take on a bear, right? right. And then he was like, "He goes, yeah, I could probably fight a bear." And his dad was like, "You think you could fight a bear? I don't think so." He goes, "Yeah, I can." And that was it. But just just the just the day before, I saw a picture of a man who shot a bear. I'm not sure if they were hunting or what whatever was going on. But there's a picture and a video of him getting his face mauled off. Ugh. I, I I'm not even fucking kidding you. It looked like some shit from a like Kill Bill. Yeah, but his one of his eyes were ripped out. His whole face. When I say whole face, I'm talking about from one ear to the other ear was hanging off, yeah. and all you see is the Shreds. meat yeah. on the inside, yeah. shredded, and one eyeball. Yeah, and he's talking to the camera. Yeah, Go ahead. you can hear him. I you can't believe that like, you can actually. Can, uh, understand what the hell he was saying. I think what happened was like the meat that was hanging over was covering his mouth, so his mouth was still fine. Uh, but it oh. was oh, <laughs> it like either swiped at his face or bit, try to bite his yeah. face off, and he survived that shit. And right. this little kid was like, "Yeah, I could fight a bear." I wanted to stop him and be like, "Little bitch, Show, watch this. This could have been you, <laughs> Daddy." No, <laughs> I have coronavirus and I'm and scared. <laughs> When we were walking to, there was a, out of, I think people in South Pasadena, they're such nice people. They're, they're hearing all these articles about Asian people having hate crimes or shit. So every time they see an Asian person, they're extra nice. Mm. They, did you notice they're like, mm. yeah, yeah. They're a little extra nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, good morning, eye contact. How are you? Yeah. I'm like, oh, Checking so you're in. trying to make sure that we're not one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I was like, this is what black people go through, huh? <laughs> what, do you see that one white person that tries to be extra nice to the black guy? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that now, yeah, dude. Right. Like I'm getting racially persecuted. And, but the people who are really ultra sensitive, they're doing a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Like it's like you know, you see that black person, like that that stereotype. That stereotype if if you see a black person on the on the street and you're terrified, you cross the, you cross the road. Yeah, you cross the other side of the street. Now, before like I guess when Trump, whatever, doubled down it was like the China virus, the thing. China virus thing, and then he went back. It's like we cannot treat our Asian Americans like this. Is not right. Mm-hmm. And now. But before that, people were crossing the street when they saw an Asian, like... Oh, that an Asian girl saw us and then yeah. crossed the street. <laughs> That's how fucked up this shit. This coronavirus got people's racism fucked up. I know. It's crazy because people... You 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 think racism is gone? It's so apparent, dude. Yeah. It's it's hyper apparent, especially in comments and the shit that I read. It's It's not even so much... And this is why people, I think, 
dislike Trump a lot mm. is that a lot of people had their racism in check, right? Even if they did feel this way, there wasn't this like huge community that wanted to come out and speak out against certain races or certain ethnicities, mm -hmm. but because their president is at the so forefront forward, of it. Yeah. They feel empowered now. Mm. And you've been, I don't know if it's because it's my personal like confirmation bias where I just see it a lot more now where people are writing these racist fucking comments on mm -hmm. every fucking thing. It's like you gooks, you chinks or whatever. And right. even, even, even especially like with, um, I forgot there was like a video where they were, it was like some racist just to get Asian people, right? Mm -hmm. There was a black guy doing it. But then every Asian person, white person, Mexican person, were in in order to counteract that racism from this one fucked up individual, were saying the most racist black shit. I was like, "Damn, dog!" It's like, so were you always feeling that way, or or what? Right. What was it really about? You right. know, which is which is just a really sad thing to see. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can't really blame a whole ethnicity for that one individual shit. Right. But you know, people's true colors are showing up. Yeah, it's scary, dude. It's scary. It's, it makes me think about my mom and all that stuff and. Just people acting reckless. Dog, your mom is your dad is black and your mom's Asian. You guys are the two most wanted people. <laughs> <laughs> two of the most racially persecuted people yeah, in the country. Like, mom right and now. dad, stay home, please. All and these fucking fucking Middle Eastern people are just chilling now. They're like, like it is now your turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> thought 9 11 was bad. 9 <laughs> 11, no more. Yeah. Coronavirus now. Take it. Yeah. That shit's fucking crazy, man. It's really ridiculous. So I I uh I I get a little sad when I when I kind of see these videos, but it's, I haven't seen it happen to me, you know, mm. and I have to just make sure that I'm not insensitive to it because mm. I think a lot of the times when I don't see things for myself, it's hard for me to get too emotionally invested into it. Right. I see these videos, I get sad, I get upset, but it ha I, I have, I, it would be more tangible if I saw it. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, my upset meter is at like 50%. But if I saw it happen in front of my eyes, that's when it becomes like really real, fucking real. real. Mm. But then I think because we live in South Pasadena, everybody's going, that. Yeah. yeah, everybody's going out of the way to be super nice right now. Right, right. right. Like, hello. Yeah. They just fucking slant their eyes for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's actually bad racist. But <laughs> no, I do definitely, I definitely agree with that too. Cause like, I think we've just been fortunate enough to live in a city that, is a little woke or I don't know. There's nice people. Just nice people in general, I think, for the most part. Yeah, for all parts, really. But when I do hear about the, you know, the correspondent that heard someone on the White House, one of the White House, White House officials say that they call it the Kung Flu virus and then Killian Conway was like, <laughs> that's not right. I don't agree with that. But tell me who said that. Yeah. And she couldn't say who officially, who really said that. I'd be curious to know who really, because if the reporter saw that person, she would have to know who that official is to like out that person. But that never came out. I don't think. I might be wrong, but I was like, that's true because it's such a, it kind of reminds me and I'm not, I am comparing it, but I'm not uh, like Jesse Smollett. Like he just knew like, you know, with the, mm. the cops killing black people and like Trump and the, the, just the rhetoric he's been spreading and spewing. Like he needed to capitalize on that to mm. keep it going. And so he, you know, fucking faked Juicy Smollier. <laughs> Juicy Smollier. Juicy Shout out to you, my yeah, man. Juicy Smollier had to fake his, you know, his 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 assault to feed fire to the, the... And you couldn't even use two white people. You got two African dudes to do it. <laughs> I know. You make them look bad now. It's like, damn, bro, you just, yeah, you fucked up. Uh, but I... I almost had a slight feeling of that when I read that tweet. The little but, Juicy Smollier thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. That. I almost had that with this reporter. Who was it? Tell me. I have no idea who that reporter was. I, no, I'm like, she should say like who it was. Oh, who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know who it was. Just call him out. But maybe it wasn't somebody. I don't know. It, I'm I just, I'm so caught between like 50%. Like if I, like you said, if I was in the presence of someone with my mom and I'm walking out and they call my mom, like, it's because of you, the virus is here. Like then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, but it's a lot of, anyone can say anything on, on Twitter and like someone like it and then immediately turns into a, a viral. Or you know, not, pe a, people a might fucking hate me for this, but when I read that tweet, I have never laughed so hard in my life. Kung flu is hilarious. <laughs> when I read that shit, I was like, that was offensive, but I'm like, that's fucking funny. Yeah. If somebody came up to me and they're like, bitch, you got that Kung flu, I would have I would have been like, I'm going to sock you first, but afterwards I'm going to die laughing. That's right. hilarious. I was right. like, I would have wished I would have put that in my fucking stand-up set. <laughs> Kung flu is fucking funny, it's man. It's pretty funny. But then like, you know, the context is not funny. But right. I when I first read it, I started giggling and right. I was like, 
TikTok. That's fucking genius. I never thought of that. Yeah. I would have never thought of that yeah. shit. Kung flu virus. Right. And That's just like jokes. That's just like, you know, oh, what's that, what's that shit? Wilding out. That would be some shit someone would say. In yeah, that, Kung in segment, flu. You know? It was, like, it was like, it was like a rapper diss. Yeah, it was a rapper, a, yeah. It was a fire ass bar. I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, interesting. Kung flu. Because <laughs> I forgot who said that shit to me. And I, and I wrote LOL, exclamation, exclamation. And they wrote back, it wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> I was like, dog, you sent it to the wrong person, dude. I was like, yo, that's fucking hilarious. They're yeah. like, it wasn't supposed to be funny. I was like, yeah, but that shit hurt my spirit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> At like, the end of the day, that shit was fucked up. Yeah. I wonder if, yeah, that I, I do start to like question a lot of that stuff now because um, sometimes we just get caught up in the hype. A mm-hmm. lot of the stuff I do, though, is more like hypothetical if. That's mm-hmm. why I try not to get too caught up in shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Same. if I do, I get too overly emotional about stuff that I don't really know about. Right. The whole full story. Yeah, because like that juicy Smollier thing was the biggest. Yeah, he had all Black Hollywood tricked. Hell, hell everybody came up and supported him. You know who uh, didn't believe it though? Who? Tim. Really? I think Tim and Rick said like, "Hmm, this sounds Hmm. a little, a little odd." It's like what. And the reason why, only reason why I thought it was odd, I was like, what black man eats Subway at night, dude? <laughs> An <laughs> athlete. I know. I know. I College know. athlete does. None of my black homies ever ate Subway at night, dude. That's true. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the most ridiculous. We did it. We did it when we lived in K-Town. No, we, we ate that during the day. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we only ate, it, we only ate the specials right. during the daytime. <laughs> So we did it. You as a black man, David. <laughs> I was like, nah, man. <laughs> we only ate the specials. All right. Yeah. On, and Wednesday was my favorite because they had turkey because it was low in calories. You did get that a lot. Yeah, man. I told That's them to right. scoop the bread out too because I thought, and I was like the fattest at this point in my Damn, life. Damn. You were on that. I forgot about that. Dan used to eat that shit all the time. Yeah. Dan, Dan and Ed. Dan and Ed ate fucking Subway Just every down, fucking day. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. That Subway next to 24. That yeah, was fucking insane. Oh shit, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, man. Make sure you watch that Tiger King. Yo, watch Tiger King. Please watch it. It will make you forget what's going on in the world. I, uh, Yeah, even even if you heard this and I'm spoiling this shit for you, I missed a lot of stuff, but you just have to watch it because it's probably one of the best stand-up specials I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is so much. Like, I've been so immensely constipated. I'm so surprised you remember so much shit. but like he like david said there's so much that we missed that you need to watch it it's a seven part series it's it's almost so ridiculous it's like it's it's like i watched six seasons of this is us yeah where just bad shit keeps happening over and over and over yeah it's worth the binge if you have a negative uh, feeling about binging this is a show to binge it's just watching a train wreck like in front of your face the case of gabriel fernandez is hard to watch all the way through because mm-hmm. of how emotionally exhausting this yeah, is. But it's very informative of how the system is working. If you want to go into that and be more uh, knowing of what's how that works, that's mm-hmm. a that's a good documentary to kind of get a good grasp of the LA County at least. Yeah, of how that operates with the DFCS or whatever that DC was it the Department of Department of Children of, and Family Services. Something like that, that. Yeah, yeah. But this one's more like you'll just be cracking up throughout the whole. Yeah, thing. and that's what we need right now. Yeah. Anyways, guys, you guys can you guys you guys <laughs> rap God. <laughs> so uh, white people rap now. Fucking <laughs> Popeye. Um, hey, you can catch us on all audio platforms. You can see us on Spotify, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, give us that five star. Uh, podcasts are up every Thursday and Sundays. This podcast is about everything and anything, and we're just here to give you stupid conversation on the way to your commute to work that you're not going to anymore because of the virus. So yep. thank you guys very much. We'll see you all next time. Peace out. Genius brain. Peace. Oh, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Khalif Boyd. Khalid Boyd, check him out there. Give him a follow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You'll be seeing him here on quite more often. So Yeah, yeah. I talk. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.